you're in for a treat this evening, because I'm not speaking. Brother Jesse Moser's here. Brother Jesse is, you know him probably better than I do, except I know when I came out here last year with all those books that I had, that he was one of the first ones to meet me at McCarty and to help me un unload all those books. And so I look for young men like that. There were some ladies doing the same thing, but Jesse's a second-year student at Southwest now. He and Alex are here, and we're grateful that they are. He wanted, he wanted to, he asked, could he have this time to speak and to address the congregation, know that we support him. We spent about 20 years of our life working with, um, with um, preaching students, and now I can go various places, and I see these young men and their wives 20 years later, 15 years later, even 25 years later, I see the great work that they're doing, and I know how precious they are to us, and I know how precious these folks are to us as well. And so, Jesse, we want to sit at your feet and learn tonight, so please come and speak to us. everyone hear me? Awesome. Uh, it is certainly wonderful to be back here with y'all. Uh, it's good to see everyone's faces. Um, if y'all would like to, y'all can go ahead and be turning to Proverbs 9. Proverbs 9. Uh, I just want to say thank y'all so much for having me out here uh, to be able to come speak to y'all. And uh, certainly is a, a blessing to have y'all supporting me at school. Uh, we start school back tomorrow, um, so looking forward to that. Um, as y'all are turning to Proverbs 9, Proverbs is, was written by Solomon. Uh, Proverb is a short statement of truth, uh, just like the early bird gets the worm. But for Proverbs, uh, it is a little bit longer than most of the Proverbs that you normally hear. Um, Uh, when we go through Proverbs, uh, we see Solomon has, it kind of looks like Solomon is just kind of throwing some wisdom together. It doesn't really look like it's ordered in any way, but when you look at the rest of the Bible, you can see that it is ordered, um, it has order and it has uh, meaning in the way that it is ordered. So when you look at Proverbs, it's kind of, it seems like how it, it, it seems like it's just thrown together, but if you think about it, it should have some sort of uh, order and meaning to it. Uh, one good way of grouping Proverbs together is by the themes that the Proverbs have, and one of the most talked about themes in Proverbs is wisdom and foolishness. Uh, today we're going to be looking at Proverbs 9, as we already turned there. Uh, this is a, a call from wisdom and a, a call from foolishness. Proverbs 9, as I was going through it, it seems like it could be broken down into two different ways. Uh, in my Bible, it has it broken down 1 through 12 as the, the way of wisdom, and 13 through 18 is the way of folly. As I was going through it, I saw a different way that you could kind of break it down. It was verses 1 through 6, which was the, the call from wisdom. 
verses 7 through 12, the reaction to the call, and yep, and 13 through 18 was the call from foolishness. Um, a chiastic structure is a way of poetry that you can arrange things where it has um, the first and last points go together and then the second and second to last point go together and then it has a main point right in the middle. Uh, Proverbs 9 kind of has that same structure here. Uh, before we get going through it, we're going to read through it once. Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn, her, hewn out her seven pillars. She has slaughtered her meat. She has mixed her wine. She, ha she has also furnished her table. She has sent out her maidens. She cries out from the highest places of the cities. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. As for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, Come eat my bread and drink, drink of the wine I have mixed. Forsake foolishness and live, and go in the way of understanding. He who corrects a scoffer gets shame for himself, and he who rebukes a, a wicked man only harms himself. Do not correct a scoffer lest he, lest he hate you. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love you. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be still, still wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For by me your days will be multiplied, and years of your life will be added to you. If you are wise, you will be wise for yourself, and if you scoff, you will... Uh, you will bear it alone. A foolish woman is clamorous. She is simple and knows nothing. For she sits at the door of her house and on a seat by the highest, by the highest places of, a, of the city. To call to those who pass by, who go straight on their way. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. And as for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, stolen water is sweet, and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. But he does not know that the dead are there, that her guests are in the depths of hell. Um, so how I usually go through is I just go through a chapter um, just to try to get the whole gist of everything. Um, and then now we're going to go down uh, each of these sections. I have it sectioned off as 1 through 12 as a call from wisdom. Uh, in this section, we have uh, in this section we have two parts, nope, three parts. Uh, the call from wisdom. Fantastic. All right, my bad. One through six is the section we're going to be looking at. This is uh, wisdom's call. Uh, wisdom has built her house. She has hewn out her seven pillars. She has slaughtered her meat. She has mixed her wine. She has also furnished her table. She has sent out her maidens. Uh, she cries out from the high places of the city. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. As for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, Come and eat my bread and drink of the wine I have mixed. Forsake foolishness and live and go in the way of understanding. Uh, so here, one through six, again, is the call of wisdom. Wisdom here is portrayed as a woman. 
uh, you have two women in this whole section. You have the woman who is wise and then the, the foolish woman. Here we're talking about the, the wise woman. Here in verse 1, we have wisdom offering a perfect foundation. As we, as we can see here, she has built a house and she has hewed out her seven pillars. Seven is usually a number for completion or perfect and then pillars is the foundation. So we can see here wisdom is offering perfect foundation. Verse 2, wisdom offers uh, provision. If we go back and read, she is slaughtering her meat and she has mixed wine. Um, wisdom, if you're wise, has ability to provide. Verse 3, wisdom is an offer, not just to one person, but it's an offer to everyone. Verse 3 reads, she has sent out her maidens and she cries out from the highest uh, from the highest places of the city. Uh, this call is in 3 through 6. She goes on, Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. As for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, Come and eat my bread and drink of my wine I have mixed. Forsake foolishness and live and go in the way of understanding. Um, here wisdom is calling uh, to everyone not just a single person, but she is offering provision and a perfect foundation. Verse 6 uh, was really interesting to look at. She says to forsake foolishness and live, as if if you go in the way of foolishness, it leads to death. As we can see in the rest of this proverb, that's where it will lead. Um, going on from... 1 through 6, we come up to 7 through 9. This is the, 7 through 12 is the reaction to the call. In this section, we have it bro I have it broken down to 7 through 9. Uh, 7 through 9 is the contrast in responses. Uh, verses 7 through 9, it's the contrast of the wicked person versus the wise person uh, to rebuke. 7 through 9 reads, He who corrects a scoffer gets shame for himself, and he who rebukes a wicked man only harms himself. Do not correct a scoffer lest he hate you. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love you. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will still be wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and he and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For by me... Your days will be multiplied, and your years of life will be added to you. If you are wise, you will be wise for yourself, and if you scoff, you will bear it alone. Uh, 7 through 9 is the, the contrast of the, the responses. Uh, verse, seven, verse 7 teaches those who do not want to be taught. Uh, will, teaching those who do not want to be taught will lead you nowhere. When you're trying to correct someone who doesn't want to be taught or wants your advice, uh, this can be turned into shame for yourself or disappointment. Um, disappointment in yourself for not being able to help or that you might not even, um, or they, they might turn that help into hate into you. You can try to help. If you try to, uh, you try to help and they can take that, take that and make fun of 
they can make fun of you for caring. Like if you care for someone and they don't want it, they can just blow it off or whatever. Verse 8 here has it switching from talking about the, the one who doesn't want instruction and goes into the wise man who will take instruction. Uh, do not correct a scoffer lest he hate you. And then the second part is the rebuke a wise man and he will love you. You have, see here a, a contrast on the reaction of the two. The contrast between the foolish and the wise is seen um, in their response to correction. Um, verse 9 focuses on the wise person and their response. Uh, you give him instruction and he'll keep learning. You teach him and he'll, he'll keep going. This here shows the wise. Uh, being wise is not a one-time action. It's continual process of learning. Uh, going on 10 through 12 in the response is how to obtain wisdom. Verse 10, uh, probably the key, uh, the key verse in this par uh, proverb, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Verse 10, Solomon states, Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. This phrase can be seen all throughout Solomon's writings. Without the fear of the Lord, we cannot uh, begin to be wise. This is important if you want to uh, be wise. Verse 11 is the reward. Um, the reward for knowing God and being wise will give a person long life. Uh, for years of life will be added to you. Verse 11 being wise and knowing God will lead you uh, to a longer life. Verse 12 shows uh, that being wise or foolish is a choice and it'll affect your life. All of this is in contrast with the call uh, of the foolish. The, this last section, 17 through 18, is the, the call of the foolish. This again can be broken down into two sections. 13 through 16 is the fool's call and 17 through 18 is the result of foolishness. Um, a foolish woman is clamorous. She is simple and knows nothing for she sits at the door of her house on a seat by the highest place of the city. To call to those who pass by who go straight on their way. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. And as for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, stolen water is sweet, and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. But he who does not know that the dead are here, uh, that her guests are in the depths of hell. Um, verses 13 through 16 is in, we can con uh, contrast that with uh, verses 4 through 6. It says the same thing. Um, they're offering uh, provision, but as we can see in the beginning of this chapter that wisdom actually has the things that she says she's providing, but in the way of folly, she doesn't actually have anything. She's just saying that she has it. Um. Verses 17, uh, stolen water is sweet and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. Uh, this here is just a blatant lie. 
She doesn't have anything to provide for him. Um, this saying here is a deceiving phrase that draws listeners into uh, the wicked way. Solomon expounds on this. Bread gained by deceit is sweet to a man, but afterward in his mouth, uh, but afterward his mouth will be filled with gravel. Proverbs 2017. Uh, looking at verse 17 in a closer sense, the first part, stolen water is sweet. They use the most important thing uh, for sustaining life, and they try to entice people uh, to come to them. Verse, the second part of 17, bread eaten in secret is pleasant. The word secret uh, is hiding place. The wicked appeals to the foolish by giving them a place of fellowship to trap them into staying in the, their wicked way. Thankfully, God is able to reveal this to us in his word. Verse 18 uh, we have here is in contrast to uh, where to go. Verse 6, forsake foolishness and live. Verse 18, uh, but he does not know that the dead are there. You have a, a contrast between foolishness and uh, being wise. If you choose the path of wisdom, it can lead to longer life. But if you choose the, fa the, the path of foolishness, it'll uh, most definitely lead to, if not physical death, uh, a spiritual death. Verse 18. Um, verse 18b expands on being dead. Uh, that are guests are in the depths of hell. Following this way of the wicked leads you to a place uh, where the dead people are. The way of the wicked leads to hell. The smooth words of the the smooth words and the satisfaction of the uh, satisfaction of the body, which the wicked offer, last only but a moment. God also mentions the destruction of the wicked and foolishness in Proverbs two eighteen and Proverbs seventeen twenty seven. If you do not. Uh, know where these paths are leading we can clearly see in these three verses that we we can know where the these paths lead um, and in the in the end proverbs 9 is showing us the two different two different calls you have the call of the wise and the call of the foolish this is not a calling that goes once but is rather it's a constant calling like um, learning is constant. We are given the opportunity not only to choose which one of the uh, which one to follow, but we also have the outcome of both given in God's word. Um, pretty much all I have. So, thank y'all. known Jesse since basically last year. I mean,
came out here with the books. <clears throat> I've known his sweet wife since she was knee-high to a grasshopper. Uh, Ronnie was one of those individuals, her dad was one of those individuals that I, uh, we had some dealings with over the years as far as a student, taught him in school, and he uh, remains a great friend of ours even to this day. And uh, You know, when you stand up, when you're a preacher student, and you prepare a lot of material, and you stand up to speak, and sometimes you run out of that material very quickly. And then sometimes you linger on and on and on and repeat yourself 100,000 times, but you didn't do that. Good job, Jesse. I uh, appreciate your, your thoughts there. Just for a moment, go to, go to Proverbs chapter 1. We have a few, just a minute or two before the uh, teenage class will get out. It is a uh, constant theme throughout the book of Proverbs of the call of wisdom from really from the beginning to the end. To me, uh, when Jesse started in chapter 9 talking about wisdom, it triggered a thought immediately back to chapter 1. I don't know of any 